It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Naff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction. And today we're going to talk about humility and pride. It was uh, St. Augustine, uh, whose feast day, by the way, we celebrate tomorrow, who said, it was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels. So we have one great sin, pride, one great virtue, humility. So how do we strive for humility without letting our pride, and it does, sneak into our life? We're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, one of our regular contributors back with us once again, Father Mark Barron. Father Mark is a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, now parish administrator for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, that in Darien, Illinois. Father Mark Barron, welcome back. Good to have you with us. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good, Chuck. It's always be great. It's always great to be back on the show with you guys. Yeah, I look forward to. I uh, always love talking about uh, pride and humility. Really working on humility. I think I know a lot about pride. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that today. And uh, as we do every day, we'll invite you and our listening audience to join us as we talk about humility and pride. Your experience of all of that. We'd love to hear your story. But uh, Father Mark, get us started. Of course, we want to talk about humility. But start us off, if you would, about pride. I mean, the reality is for me, when I start using the words like me or my or I, it's really all about me and pride starts to sneak into uh, my life. And uh, just uh, tell us about pride because it's all around us, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And and we know there is, um, you know, kind of a, uh, a good pride when we have, you know, like uh, taking um, uh, you know, having an abundance of something, taking pride in a good work um, from the state. Well, well, I'll just I'll go at it this way. What is bad pride? It'll be easier to explain. Um, bad pride is when we um, aim for something that is uh, higher than, than than what we are capable of. It's and you know, you look at St. Thompson. He basically kind of says this that. Um, a man is said to be proud because he wills to appear higher than he is. He, in, 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 in order to appear higher than he is, he aims for things that are really above himself. And the reason why you know, a person will do that is because they, you know, in appearing excellence, in appearing greater than we are, then we want to appear more superior than we are. Because in that sense of superiority, it gives us a sense of like control and in one sense a kind of a, a domination over people. Um, and in that way, it gives us a sense of a kind of a, a maybe you could say a, a, a smug satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, there really is that, that, that uh, turn toward self, that, that egocentrism, that, that self-love, um, where ultimately what pride, what is really behind pride is, is, our, to be, is our desire to be like God. And, and in our desire to be like God, we are kind of, you know, pride leads us to want to be God. Um, uh, you know, or, or, or the, uh, pride leads us to want to be like God over and against God. So it's, it's, it's a love of self 
to the contempt of God. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of a little bit of um, uh, introduction in, into this uh, uh, sin that we call pride. Yeah, and then I wonder, Father Mark, do we sometimes maybe, um, I use the word dismiss, the reality of pride and what that does to us spiritually. And I just wonder maybe if we kind of push it aside, oh, that's just who I am and all of that, and we don't really maybe recognize uh, the reality of pride and really what it can do to us. Yeah, it it really is um, such a significant sin to be aware of, precisely because um, if you look at pride, the, the, uh, pride basically uh, uh, disconnects us from reality. It gives us an exaggerated sense of ourself. Um, it gives us an exaggerated sense of our surroundings. And, and when that happens, you don't think rightly. And when you don't think rightly, I mean, you don't act rightly. You don't feel rightly. And, and so you kind of like live... In, in this in, in, in this illusion, and so um, what what happens there therefore is when you're not thinking rightly, ultimately it's going to affect you know you on a psychological level, but it's also going to expect uh, affect you on on a faith level because if if you aren't evaluating yourself rightly or you're not evaluating things rightly, that means you're not going to evaluate yourself rightly over and against God because you're you're not going to really evaluate God rightly because pride tends to raise oneself raise oneself up over and against God. So so obviously when you do that you you're you're gonna you know pride is pride eventually is gonna lead you to turning your back on God, um, to be in contempt of God, to hating God in in, in its extreme form. And so this is why, you know, it, if you become prideful um, and it really becomes rooted in your soul you're you're in effect putting a wall up between yourself and God, um, and and really threatening uh, to cut yourself off from Him by your own choice, um, because you're basically saying, "I can do it all myself. I don't need God. Um, I'm the source of my own gifts. Um, look at me." And and so that that just kind of leads us, you know, it, it just leads you down a very slippery path um, of. of of self-love that um, cuts you so, that, that that ultimately leads you to cutting yourself off um, from God and and His grace. That is what saves us. Hmm. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director, talking about humility and pride today. Let's open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us on the program. It's a toll-free phone number sponsored by Charity Mobile, the uh, Pro-Life Phone Company, 888-914-9149, if you'd like to join us on the program today. And you can certainly email us, at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about pride and humility, what is your experience of humility in particular? When have you uh, had to humble yourself, maybe? for the benefit of someone else. And we want to talk about pride. When have you discovered pride taking over your life and maybe to the detriment of someone else? Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. So, Father Mark, I wonder when we talk about pride in particular, are we just so wrapped up into who we are that sometimes we are blind to our to the pride that really uh, just uh, sits in the middle of our hard hearts? Yeah, that's that's kind of like the big mystery here is why do we incline ourselves to pride because pride creeps up on us and we're not even aware of it. And a lot of that has to do 
in my reflection, um, is just in, in the woundedness of our nature. And um, in the woundedness of our nature, we, we are people who seek for affirmation. And we, we, we both seek for excellence and affirmation. And in one sense, we, we, we strive for excellence. You know, you could, could say we're, we're striving for excellence and perfection because it is affirming of us, and people affirm us in that as well. And so that, that, it, it seems that, that there's this, we, we just have this um, uh, in our desire for, for, for greatness, if you will, we can't quite get the balance right, um, and and that's where the again the woundedness comes in. But it's also just just this uh, this this uh, desire desire to be like God, but 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 because of the woundedness, we want to be like God without God, mm-hmm. and 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 we don't want to submit. And 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 they're trying to understand why that exactly is. You know, yes, there is the original woundedness, but but it's also even something deeper because, you know, you can even ask yourself, like, well, why did did Lucifer, you know, sin? You know, the 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 sin of the angels was pride, and 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 the the angels didn't have original sin, but yet there was something in there. There was something in the makeup of 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 Lucifer where he bought into this lie of saying, "I don't want to surrender. I don't want to serve." And and ultimately, it does kind of also get down to the fact that it's the mystery of iniquity. Like, like why do we not want to surrender? Why do we not want to submit? Um, you know, why why do we want to rise raise up ourselves over and against God? Um, so, but yeah, but but in, anyway, that that inclination that we have towards this pride, um, towards this way of being is why pride kind of like creeps itself into everything that we do. Mm-hmm. It's just this inexplainable desire for, for uh, this, this inexplainable desire that we have for excellence in a disordered way. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. We're talking today about uh, pride and humility, and what is your experience of humility? When have you had to maybe uh, humble yourself for the benefit of someone else? And then also uh, pride. When have you discovered uh, that pride may be taking over your life and maybe to the detriment of someone else? We'd love to hear your story. Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us. And Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Here's your number if you'd like to be on the show today, 888-914-914. Four nine. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Matthew, chapter 24, verses 42 through 51. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake. For you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time. Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival 
finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, My master is long delayed, and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And just a reminder that our Relevant Radio toll-free studio line is sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company. More information about their cell phones and monthly plans all available at CharityMobile.com. Welcome back to The Inner Life, everyone. Good to have all of you with us. I'm Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz. Jim Shapier answering uh, your phone calls today. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark is a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, now parish administrator for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church. Uh, that in Darien, Illinois, one of our regular contributors here on The Inner Life. And today we're talking about pride and humility. And phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Uh, what's your story? What's your experience? of humility. When have you uh, made, uh, had to maybe humble yourself for uh, the benefit of someone else? And of course, the other side of that, pride. When have you discovered uh, pride taking over your faith journey, maybe to the detriment of someone else? Again, toll-free number 888-914-9149, our email address, centerlifeatrelevantradio.com. So Father Mark Barron, humility, why is it so important? Well, um, humility is important because that's the virtue that helps to moderate and regulate this disordered desire that we have um, for uh, aiming for things that are above ourselves. So, so whereas pride kind of uh, puts us in a state of, of, of unreality or it, it blocks us from seeing the truth of things, humility is that virtue that allows us uh, to be open to the truth of things and to be able to see things as they are. And as we are able to see things as, as they are, then we're able to kind of moderate our appetite or our desires um, so that we can strive for them in an appropriate way. Um, and, and, and in doing that, humility leads, to, leads one to uh, a proper understanding of God, a proper understanding of ourself, and in that way it leads us to that... Uh, that, that uh, right sense of surrender that, that, that we are meant to have before God, so that in putting ourselves in that, in that proper place before God, God is then able to, by His grace, to raise us up to greatness according to His plan and according to His will. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, in, in, in a short way, why humility um, is so important. 
Okay, so walk us into maybe a practical example, and let me use uh, Chuck Neff as our as our guinea pig here, so to speak. So Chuck Neff is a show host on Relevant Radio. He loves his job. He likes what he's doing. He thinks sometimes he's pretty good at it. He gets a lot of really good emails who say, wow, you did a really nice job on the program today. And uh, so I walk around thinking how good I am. So how do I, and certainly pride is taking over there big, big time, but walk me into and walk us into when we start to see that, what, how do we begin to bring humility into that? For me, the way that works is I recognize that these gifts and talents have been given to me by God and that I'm right. just here as an instrument to use them that might somehow, some way, have an impact on the people who listen to this radio program. Right, exactly. And and it's all it, it, it's, it's seeing that, that, like you said, God... Um, it, it, who, as the Creator, gave you the gifts, gave you the gifts to be able to speak on the radio, gave you the gift of the desire to want to be on the radio, gave you the gift um, of grace to to enjoy um, being able to to promote um, the spiritual life, um, the gospel um, on the radio, and all of that it helps helps to remind you that that uh, it, it all is from God. So therefore, you're not going to raise yourself up and elevate yourself up um, in, an, in an inappropriate way so that you're not going to walk around wherever you're going to walk around to and, you know, look at me, I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Inner Life, you know, I'm, I'm the... Uh, I'm, it, if it weren't for me, relevant radio would, would, would like, fall into oblivion or whatever, you know, because you, this is what happens to pride. Pride, you start thinking exaggerated thoughts about yourself. And so in those exaggerated thoughts, you, you, they, they become distorted um, to the reality of things. And so, and so this is exactly kind of where, when, when, when we're trying to become uh, aware of pride in our life, um, and what I mean by that is sometimes, again, pride takes over our thoughts even without us really knowing it sometimes. And so when we are able to kind of focus on, you know, coming back, let's say, at the end of the day and recognizing that God is God, God created me, He's the source of my existence, He gave me my gifts, and then also, at the same time, um, recognizing that in yourself and accepting it, surrendering to that, then that helps you to kind of, like, be in that right place. And the reason why, and you're not trying to put yourself in a lower place so you can be debased, so to speak, or like um, so, so, so that you can be um, beat yourself up or whatever. It's more you're putting yourself in that place of truth so you can be ordered to God rightly. And in that way, being ordered to God rightly means that you can enjoy His goodness at, you know, more appropriately, and that allows you to rejoice in the fact that you are a creature and that you have received your existence from God, and that God does love you. You know, humility keeps you open to all that stuff. It keeps you open to the goodness that God wants to give you. It keeps you open to the life He wants to share with you. And so in that way, um, we, we learn to, to rejoice um, with another, and that ultimately other, that, that ultimate other is, is God. Yeah, and then for our listeners, uh, Father Mark, wh- whoever they are, wherever they are, 
doing whatever they're doing wherever they work, uh, husband, father, mother, wife, whoever they are, wherever they are, to recognize that God is is with them in whatever they're doing and that he's leading them. It's It's because of him who has given them the gifts and talents. It's because of God who has led them and blessed them. And it's um, the focus then in our life needs to be on God and not on me. Right, exactly. It's, it's that uh, phrase that uh, um, John the Baptist spoke about, uh, he must increase, I must decrease. And, and that is just meant to, and I think part, you know, trying to explain maybe a little better about, about why pride creeps up on us you know, again, looking at it from a wounded, you know, the, the original sin, the wound of original sin standpoint, is that oftentimes our emotions are disordered, and, and it's our emotions that kind of like lead us astray from sound thinking. So when we're too emotional, we don't think rightly. And sometimes if we're feeling, you know, I, and I emphasize feeling, if we're feeling too good about ourselves, then then that can kind of like disconnect us from from the truths that we just talked about, like over, you know, it, if we're feeling great about ourselves, then then we then, then the, our our emotions can lead us to feeling too good about ourselves, and and in feeling too good about ourselves, we we start drawing conclusions about ourselves that are that again are are disproportionate to the truth of things, and so this is the uh, th- this is the struggle that we have, which is why, you know, it. If we're going to kind of work to uh, to always strive for that humility, it it's always being aware that that pride is kind of like mold. It's always going to try to grow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, it's always it, it's always going to um, uh, uh, you know you can get rid of it, but it's always going to you know threaten to want to come back. And so this is why you know we we have different things that we can do to help us. To kind of keep ourselves accountable to certain thoughts and feelings that, that that are present in our life. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. We're talking today about pride and humility. What is uh, your story? We'd love to hear it. Toll free number if you'd like to join us: eight 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 nine one four nine eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. You'd think I know this phone number after so many years. Anyway, you can join us. We invite you to do that. You're listening to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you're just tuning in, this is The Inner Life coast to coast and around the world on RelevantRadio.com. And on the Relevant Radio app, our program on spiritual direction, letting you know that you're not alone in your journey of faith. And uh, Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark, one of our regular contributors, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, currently parish administrator for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, and that in Darien, Illinois, talking about pride and humility today. What's your experience of humility? When uh, have you been able to humble yourself, maybe for the benefit of uh, someone else? And of course, the other side of that, uh, pride. Um, When have you discovered pride kind of creeping into your life and maybe 
the uh, to the detriment of uh, the people closest to you. Toll-free number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149, our email address, interlife at relevantradio.com. Before we get to a phone call here, just a reminder that August is National Make-A-Will Month, and we here at Relevant Radio have partnered with Free Will to provide you with an easy online service to create your own will at absolutely no cost. No kidding. No catch at all. Jesus, uh, of course, often preached about being good stewards of the gifts we've uh, been given. A legal will guarantees that the important people in your lives and uh, everything we uh, and you have worked for and believe in will be taken care of according to your wishes and to your Catholic faith. Having a will in place also gives you peace of mind and knowing everything is prepared and organized. And uh, by the way, just an opportunity to add Relevant Radio as a beneficiary to your will. We would be most uh, grateful if you uh, considered that, but uh, you are under no obligation, absolutely no obligation, and uh, you will still benefit from this free service. So all you have to do is go to the website, relevantradio.com slash free will, and start your free will today. Again, no catch, absolutely free, relevantradio.com slash free will. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director, so let's uh, take some phone calls, and let's start with Mike listening in Colorado. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the program today. Well, good morning, Chuck and Mark. Thank you so much for taking my call. It's such an honor just to uh, talk to you. I am a longtime listener of your show, first-time caller. I usually call Patrick Madrid in the mornings. Um, I'm actually a millennial myself. I'm 24 years old, and um, you know the uh, relevant radio really means. Um, I actually had a comment today on Pride, a comment and a question today on Pride that I prepared. Um, so. Here we go. So actually, there doesn't appear to be a biblical definition of pride, just as there is no biblical definition of understanding, wisdom, or love. The Bible tells us tells us what these words imply, as many of the other comments here about pride point out, but it doesn't tell us what these words mean. For example, Proverbs 8.13 tells us that God hates pride and arrogance, and we think of arrogance as pride, but it's but if it were then, there would have have been no reason to mention both words in the same verse, uh, unless pride is somehow distinctly different from arrogance. And in fact, it is distinctly different for arrogance, along with conceit, indifference, unforgiveness, hate, self-importance, and so on, are all all attitudes which develop out of pride. But pride comes first, and pride is not an attitude. Um, Nor is pride a good thing, because from what I have come to understand is God's perspective on the Word, um, our modern-day usage of the term as a feeling of deep satisfaction in one's accomplishments is incorrect. Um, It's interesting that the King James translation never uses the word with a good connotation, although more modern translations do, and that makes sense for just like the rich young ruler in the Bible, pride is what keeps people from Christ. And what better way to do that than for Satan to blur the meaning of the word? Um, Some have said that pride is self-worship and and an enemy against God, and it is, but that's not a definition. Humans can only define the words that we create, such as bicycle um, psychology. We cannot define the words that God created. So um, I guess my question is, 
what do you feel the biblical definition and meaning of pride is, and how much of having pride do you feel contributes to people going to purgatory or hell? Thank you. Um, I can't answer the question about the biblical definition of pride uh, myself. Um, I've kind of uh, relied more on St. Thomas Aquinas and his um, uh, development of this understanding. Um, and he relied on, um, you know, the, 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 the people who've gone before him as well. Um, so, so that's, and, and he just, again, he seems to uh, say it kind of simply that um, pride is, is, is when a man's will aims to aims for aims for things higher than what he really is. So a man's will aims above what he really is. Is, is that kind of Aquinas's um, thing? And, and in that, he also quotes Saint Isidore, who says, "A man is said to be proud because he wills to appear higher than he is." Um, and, and he develops that that um, definition and the understanding of pride in ver- through various questions and articles. Um, and so that's what I would say uh, to that. And yeah, I would say that that pride, as from one perspective, is, is the beginning of every sin. And so, sin as being a turning away from God, sin as a you know diminishment of charity, <clears throat> would definitely um, threaten uh, one's holiness and even therefore one's salvation. Because obviously, if, if you turn away from God in a big way, so so if you sin through pride in a big way. Then, then you're going to be committing grave sin, and, gra- and through grave sin, you're going to lose um, the grace of God in you. You're going to lose that um, that that uh, uh, grace of charity, that infused virtue of charity in you. And therefore, if you die in that state, you will you have chosen to um, reject God for all eternity. And likewise, to the degree that you know you, you may have um, you may die in a state of grace, you may die in a state of charity. But uh, to the degree that there is um, uh, pride, I guess, kind of present in your heart, and maybe it's not in a mortal sin way, but but pride can diminish the perfection of your charity, um, which would then require a purgatory to make it more perfect, or to 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 perfect it, if you will. So. Does that make sense, Michael? Yeah, Mike. Uh, thanks for the call. You know, he, he and I just uh, want to follow up on this, and and maybe it's just uh, who Chuck Neff is. So, but um, I don't know, man. I just get into words sometimes, and I don't get it. <laughs> you know, the definitions, and even Aquinas and St. Thomas, and you know, he just walks into an arena that I just don't think I even belong in sometimes. But I just wonder sometimes, Father Mark, in terms of looking at our own respective journeys of faith, that we have. Have to we have to pray about this, but do we just have to recognize what's going on in our heart? I mean, the reality is sometimes we're so wrapped up in ourselves that uh, the pride is just just uh, like chains around our hearts. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, we can feel that we can know that. But the same thing for me, at least, is with humility, praying for it and recognizing those those peace filled moments when God is who he says he is in my life, and he's leading me and guiding me. And so for me, pride and humility are really more lived experiences than trying to get into definitions. True, and, and true. But I, and I would say that um, 
the more the better the more clarity we can have on like say what pride and humility is let's say the the more i think we can incorporate things in our life um that will help us to get at the root of of let's say my pride so if i know that pride has to do with i'm striving for something that is above myself that it's in, it involves a me having and having an exaggerated sense of myself then then that's going to help me to see um well to to see and to guard against that that tendency it's going to help me to want to like be aware of 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 you know what am i striving for and and you know why am i striving for it am i striving for something that is is more than i can chew you know, the, the, am I striving for something that, that is more than I can handle? Um, and then, you know, maybe through my faults and failings, um, you know, through, through an experience like that, then it might cause me again to go deeper. You know, am I, am I doing something here um, that, that is outside of my realm of expertise? Um, do, do I not belong doing a certain thing? And so just, just by knowing the definition, and I know that when you get into Aquinas, it gets really kind of like um, uh, nuanced and technical and stuff like that. But, but just, just again, I think that some of, some of that definition stuff can help us in our own examination to go at the root of, of, of our pride and, you know, to, to say, like, well, why if, – if I am discovering that I am striving for something that is above my pay grade – then why is that? What, why do I have this urge in me to, to want to strive after this one thing that, that I have no business going after? Am I, am I searching for, you know, um, uh, some type of gl- my, my own glory? Am I searching for my own type of, uh, you know, uh, 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 praise from people? Um, and if so, then, then why, why that? So anyway, it, it's, it is a, um, there, there is a kind of a, a common sense understanding of what pride and humility is, and a kind of a lived experience in that. Um, but, but, but again, when, when we're able to kind of like put some, 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 some clarity to, to what exactly it is, uh, it, does, it does lead us, or it can foster um, a better examination uh, of our life in that way. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking today about pride and humility. Let's uh, head back to the phones. And uh, Victor, listening in the Chicagoland area, hi and welcome. Good to have you on The Inner Life today. Yes, good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for the opportunity. Excellent subject. Uh, Basically, I just want to share some of uh, my personal uh, situation. About eight years ago, I... Uh, decided that I want to serve in church. By the way, I I am a behavioral counselor, so I see the need for many people to to get some help and uh, some guidance. So I decided to do that uh, one time on a, a program similar to yours. To yours. Uh, I did call and ask what was the best way to serve in church, and the gentleman being interviewed, uh, suggested that first I should go to the Bible, read the Bible, and uh, get myself better prepared to answer some tough questions. 
so I was able to do that eventually. I, I got the group started. As a result, uh, a few hundred people have been through the group. They benefit from it. And there were times where people will come to me and uh, express their gratitude for what I was doing. And uh, I just can't help it. You know, at one time I kind of was, uh, I started taking credit for myself for what I was doing. Until one time my wife reminded me that what I was doing, it wasn't necessarily because of my knowledge or how good I was, but because that was God's will. Uh, so I was being just a, a vehicle. And uh, since, that was about four or five years ago, since uh, I remind myself on a daily basis, because people will call you an angel. People will call you someone so special, and it's inevitable. Sometimes, uh, you, you know, it feels so good that you say, well, uh, I must be doing something right, but sometimes I, 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 it's very easy for to give the credit to myself. So, uh, since it's all about God, it's all about God's will. So I really remind myself on a daily basis, uh, on a daily basis. I thank God for the opportunity that He has given me to make the difference in other people's lives. You know, and no longer take credit. And that makes me, uh, helps me to develop a stronger relationship with my Lord Jesus Christ and uh, understand that it's only by His grace and His will that I'm doing what I'm doing and not because of me. Thank you. Amen, Victor. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and uh, what what did that transition in your life bring? Like when you were able to... Um, move out from that, move move away from that thinking that, oh, yeah, look at what I'm doing to, wow, look at what God is doing through me. What kind of change in your heart did you notice? A lot of tranquility, a lot of peace, and that sense of well-being, you know, uh, I just felt myself closer to God more than ever before. Uh so uh, it is It is just wonderful, and to be honest with you, I just pray to God. Uh, right now, because here in Chicago, uh, some uh, churches are closing. Unfortunately, my church uh, closed down, so we had to merge to another church. And since, for the last six months, uh, since COVID-19, uh, we haven't been able to restart the support group, but I just can't wait. And I, you know, I don't want to feel comfortable with myself. I I really want to follow and, and and to do God's will. I know it is a God's will for me to continue to do what I have done for eight years. So I just can't wait for them to uh, also be open, uh, be able to reopen uh, those groups, so I can continue to do the work of God in my group. But definitely, I, I, I see myself closer to God more than ever. And I want to be careful to that, too, because I I don't want to sound too proud, you know, that I'm very close to God, because that can be also misleading. So on a regular basis, I do in that self-evaluation and make sure, you know, that uh, how I feel and how I think is directly associated with God's will uh, for me uh, to serve others. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. And um, I, I think that um, in, in your, in your, your thoughts and and through you know uh, through your work, um, you, you also I would assume you recognize that that um, God God has given you the grace, but that you're also cooperating with it. Do you do you ever kind of like um, uh, do you, do you recognize that as well? And in, in terms of um, uh, do, does that add to your joy knowing that? That yes, God is supplying me with the grace, with the gifts to do what I'm doing, um, with the desire to do what I'm doing. Um, but do do you also recognize that 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 God is still using you, as opposed to just God? Well, God is just doing everything. Do you, do you recognize? Are you able uh, to rejoice in the fact that God that that God is is using you as an instrument? Most definitely, and I, I, this is something that I, when someone comes to me and they say, Victor, thank you for what you've done, you know, definitely I see things different, things, my life, my quality of life has improved, uh, I'm getting closer to God as a result also, uh, I, I make sure, I make sure as much as possible to let those people know, listen, I'm just a vehicle, I'm just a I'm just a tool that God is using, you know. So uh, it's only, again, it's only because of the grace of God and God's will, you know, that I'm doing what I'm doing. So if you want to give honor and glory to someone or you want to acknowledge or recognize someone, please acknowledge and give honor and glory to God because what is happening and not necessarily because of me. I'm just a tool that God is using. So definitely. Uh, 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 that's the way that I see it, not because of me, because I'm just a tool that God is using, you know, to get to other people in need. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Victor, great story. Thanks uh, for joining us on the program. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about pride and humility. Uh, Let's take another phone call. Teresa, listening uh, out west in Orange County, California. Hi, and welcome, Teresa. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, I am a little bit older at my job, and everyone's a lot younger, and I'm not as quick on the computer, and uh, completely being um, berated at work for not being like them. And it got so bad, I was just crying on the way home, and I'd cry on the way to work. And I thought, Lord, help me. Finally, it got so bad being yelled at because I'm not quick. I finally... I mean, being cussed out was just not my nature. I wasn't used to this. I really felt like I was under attack, so I wrote this person up, and um, I had to, and and it was a little uncomfortable, but it calmed down a little bit, but then she was at it again. So I prayed the rosary on the way to work, and I heard the Blessed Mother speak to me, today, I want you to be humble. You already wrote her up. I don't care what happens. I want you to be humble and just love her. And I'm like... Okay, so I finished my rosary, and sure enough, something that she didn't like on the computer wasn't right, and the owner of the company was there, and she started screaming again. It was kind of good because he saw it, and while she was yelling, I stood there so insecure and so embarrassed that there were customers there, and I kept remembering that I promised that I wouldn't yell and I wouldn't get defensive. And I just stayed humbled. And I kept thinking of the Blessed Mother standing right there as she was yelling at me. 
And I heard Jesus say, I will heal you of your past, and she will no longer bother you if you let me. And I said, what? My past, and I remembered being three and a half years old. My older sister was seven, and my mother was in the hospital. She almost died, and she wasn't home, and my older sister had to do everything, and she was taking it out on me. And my older sister would yell at me, why don't you do this? Why don't you help? And I was three going on four, and I was helpless. I had no idea what she wanted me to do. And I just cried, and I was crying inside. And here I am, a 58-year-old woman, and this 24-year-old is screaming at me. And I was a child. And the Lord said, I will heal you if you let me. And in the humbleness, through prayer, I could feel an umbilical cord break. This young girl had no more power. I took a breath. I pulled out of it. I went to sleep. I said my prayers. I prayed with a prayer warrior. We cut all umbilical cords of the past, of the future, of now. And I went to work yesterday, and I am a confident woman, and nothing (laughs) is attached. And that is the power of prayer, letting go of pride, being humble, and listening to God Almighty, waiting to heal us if we let him. Well. What was causing you to hold on, like, um, in in the in the um, in this moment? What 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 were you cutting away? Um, I I had this need for approval of my older sister, and this little girl was not my older sister. <laughs> I wanted my older sister to be loving towards me, and this morning. She called up and she said, Mom said you're having a rough time at work. And I said, yeah, and I also had a breakthrough. And I told her. And it was, she's like, oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you know, we were talking about, you know, 50 years ago, right? (laughs) And it was so just to let it go. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It was just my little sister my older sister was just frustrated because mom was ill and I was a baby and it doesn't mean anything, but I was still not healed from the pain of constantly being yelled at when my mom was ill and I got healed from, and then they made it. It was amazing that those moments were being played out today, 50 years later. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we, we don't, um, uh, the wounds from our from our childhood, um, oftentimes we carry with them until they get resolved, and oftentimes that's not until we when, when we're adults. And 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 those wounds that we carry with us into adulthood, into adulthood is they they are uh, it's still alive. And so there, there's that like little girl from your perspective. There's that little girl that's still wounded that you know being being yelled at. Um, by by her uh, sister, et cetera, um, that still needs to be healed in a resolve that you've been kind of carrying with you um, for for 55 years of your life. And, and I want to also point out just how you said you were looking for affirmation from your sister. And again, I I I uh, you know I really think that that's kind of like one of the motives of pride is that we we are searching for excellence. And we're searching for excellence and perfection for the sense of, like, 
superiority. So we can, you know, and, and I think in that there's a kind of like a desire for affirmation that we're looking for ultimately. And, and we're afraid that if we become vulnerable um, in some way that, that it's, that's not going to happen. But you did. You became vulnerable um, to the Lord's promptings, um, and you did let go, and you did surrender, because that's what humility calls for. It calls us to this place of surrender, this place of vulnerability. And God showed up, and he touched your heart with, his, with what you were really hungry for. Teresa, thank you for joining us. A wonderful story. Glad we uh, could share it here on The Inner Life today. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director. Father Mark, time to wrap things up. As you know, we'd like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. And may Almighty God bless us all this day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Mark Barron, always a pleasure. We're talking about pride and humility today. We didn't, didn't even get to the Blessed Mother. We'll have to do that next time. Talk about a role model for humility. There she is right in front of us. Father Mark, thanks again. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks to all of you for joining us. Stay tuned. Father Rocky celebrating Mass at the top of the hour. 1230 Central of the Faith Explained with Kale Clark. We are back again tomorrow. Hope to see you then. Make it a great day. See you tomorrow. 